Welcome to Cover the Weekend, a sports betting podcast powered by Parlay Media. Hi everybody, Tommy Lorenzo here. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Cover the Weekend podcast. This week, I'm going to offer up a pair of season win totals, one in the NFL and one in college football. We're going to continue the uh, season win total theme here until the start of the season. College football is just around the corner, as is NFL. And I'll talk from a season win total perspective if there's actually a letdown for the runner-up team in the Super Bowl when they come back the next season and try to duplicate or actually exceed their season win total from the year before. I'm going to take a look at a Major League Baseball game that I really like on Friday and uh, try to go for two in a row with NFL preseason on a game taking place on Saturday. I'll talk about that a little bit as well. Lastly, I'll let all of you know um, a little something I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to send one podcast listener a $30 Super Bowl future ticket, team of your choice, and I'll give you a little bit of a hint as to how that's going to work uh, towards the end of the podcast. So for now, let's get going with the season win totals, starting off in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Super Bowl runners up from last season, the Philadelphia Eagles, they're plus 700 at the Westgate Superbook to win the Super Bowl this season, second only to the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the favorite in the NFC, the Eagles are. To win their division, they are minus 135 over the likes of the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington Commanders, and my favorite NFL team, the New York Football Giants. Uh, How I became a New York Giants fan when I was a kid is a story for another podcast. My favorite player of all time is Lawrence Taylor. But I digress. We'll talk about that some other time. We'll stick to the Eagles here, who, like I mentioned, are the favorites to win the division, the NFC East at minus 135. Now, the Eagles' season win total sits at 11.5. Pretty good number. I think the number is correct here. Uh, They bring back uh, some talent. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the real deal. I'm not going to say he looks like the real deal or maybe. Uh, He's shown that he is. But it's his win total that I'd like to talk about, being that last year they blew through the NFC, and Jalen Hurts only lost one game in 15 starts. Two of the Eagles' three losses uh, last year were in meaningless games towards the end of the season. Gardner Minshew was a starter in those games, so Jalen Hurts had nothing to do with those two losses. But if history is any indication, the Eagles may not reach their win total this year. Not to say they won't win the division, not to say they won't make the playoffs, not to say they, they make another Super Bowl run. But I'm going to go over some quick stats with you that involves what Super Bowl runner-up teams do the season after from the standpoint of season win totals. Over the last 13 seasons, if you look at the runners-up the very next season, their total to the under is 9-3-1. So the team that loses the Super Bowl comes in under their win total over the last 13 years anyway at a 75% clip. So to me, that, that's pretty telling. Over the last few years, I'll use the example going back to 2019, uh, the Rams were the runners-up the year before or the Super Bowl before. They finished 9-7. and seven. Their season win total was 10.5. 2020, the 49ers lost the Super Bowl. Um, their next season, 10.5 was a season win total. They finished 6-10. and 10. They went under. 2021, Kansas City Chiefs lost. 
12 and 5 is what they went the following season, which fell half a game under their season win total of 12.5. Now, the 2022 Bengals got the job done. Their season win total was nine and a half games, and they came in at 12 wins. So over the last several years, it's been an undertrend, um, a significant undertrend. So I'd be careful taking the Eagles over. 11 and a half games is enticing for a team that is so strong, bringing back a lot of talent, strong quarterback, well-coached team. But if history is telling us anything here, it's that 75% of the time, at least over the last 13 NFL seasons, the Super Bowl runner-up does not cut the mustard in terms of hitting the over on their season win total. So just something to think about um, if you're looking at the Eagles either over or under uh, this upcoming NFL season at their win total of 11 and a half games. Transitioning now to another season win total, going to college football, the Mountain West specifically, the Fresno State Bulldogs. Their season win total this year is at eight games. That's pretty much the solid across the board number at uh, several sports books. Uh, the Fresno State Bulldogs are considered a top contender in the Mountain West, um, contending with the likes of Boise State and Air Force for the Mountain West Championship. There's a significant downgrade this year with Fresno State at the quarterback position. Uh, Jay Kaner, now with the New Orleans Saints, uh, he's gone. And head coach Jeff Tedford brings in UCF transfer quarterback Mikey Keene. Uh, Keen had some adequate numbers uh, in Orlando under head coach uh, Gus Malzahn. But if you peel the onion back a little bit, those performances were against some pretty bad teams and some pretty subpar defenses. Now, he'll get some class relief in the Mountain West, but there's a lot less talent uh, around him being Mikey Keene, the quarterback, than what he had at UCF. Uh, Fresno State has lost a lot of players. Now, I respect Jeff Tedford. I think he's a good coach. So that's the only you know concern I have, I guess, uh, betting the under on Fresno State. And they do have a pretty good defense. But I think overall, this is a reset year for the Fresno State Bulldogs. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in Mikey Keene and the talent that they brought in on offense. And I think this number is a little high. I think they'll run into some problems with their schedule in the Mountain West. The key for this total, in my opinion, is their opening game at Purdue. Now, Purdue's not supposed to be very good this year, but if Fresno State can get the win at Purdue, you know every win is critical when you're betting season win totals. As the rest of the schedule pans out, I could see them falling short of this uh, eight-win total. So in college football, Mountain West, I'm going with the under uh, eight games on the Fresno State Bulldogs. Moving along to some weekend plays now as we cover the weekend. Uh, going to NFL exhibition football, preseason football. We hit the Giants-Detroit Lions over last week. Let's see if we can go 2-0 this week as we look at uh, the game between the Kansas City Chiefs, who are visiting the Arizona Cardinals, 5 p.m. Pacific start time from State Farm Stadium in beautiful and very toasty Glendale, uh, Arizona. Very hot this time of year uh, there in the desert. Uh, the spread on this game is uh, 7.5. Minus seven and a half, uh, Chiefs being favored, and the total is 40 and a half uh, for the game. This spread at seven and a half is the highest of all the exhibition games uh, this weekend. 85% uh, of the money is on the Kansas City Chiefs to cover. 
that seven and a half. That's an awfully big spread. And when I saw it, I really didn't feel it was appropriate given that there aren't, you know, you're not going to see um, Patrick Mahomes. You're not going to see Kelsey. You're not going to see those guys on the field for KC. All their offensive stars are going to sit. And Arizona's head coach, he's defensive-minded, you know, Jonathan Gannon. He's trying to turn things around in Arizona. I think it's going to be a, a lot of work for him. But, you know, it's the preseason, and, and it's time to do that. You, you start turning it around. You start trying to turn a losing program around right from the get-go. I think he'll keep things competitive, that being um, Jonathan Gannon, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, using his strength as a defensive specialist uh, to keep the Chiefs' offense honest. I don't think Andy Reid's going to throw the kitchen sink at Arizona in this game, from an offensive standpoint anyway. Uh, I just don't see that happening. I think this game will be close. Maybe Casey scores a late touchdown to cover the spread. Maybe Arizona backdoors it. I don't know. But what I do like here is the under. Uh, this uh, head coach from Arizona is a defensive guy. Uh, the defense looked pretty good last week, speaking of Arizona, in their exhibition game, which they won. Uh, and I think here um, he's going to look to try to win the game, try to keep it competitive. But I think the strength of Arizona, if there is one, will be the fact that their head coach is a defensive guy. And I think he'll keep the second and third string Kansas City Chief offense under control. So Saturday, exhibition, NFL football, 40 and a half is the total in this game between uh, Arizona and Kansas City. Uh, I like the under 40 and a half in this contest. Continuing on to Major League Baseball, looking at Friday, the Pirates at Twins, 5.10 p.m. start at Target Field in Minneapolis. That's 5.10 Pacific. Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Twins, and Andre Jackson will be pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pablo Lopez gets the Pirates at the right time, I think. Uh, Bucks bats have gone silent over the last month. Uh, Pirates hitters are holding a 225 batting average uh, over the last 30 days. That's second worst in all of Major League Baseball. Home run-wise, they're, they're middle of the pack and they've done okay. Uh, but the matchup with the Twins um, on Friday, specifically against Pablo Lopez, the starting pitcher for the Twins, isn't really conducive to the long ball. Lopez is serving up a bunch of ground balls lately. His ground ball rate is up to over 50%. And he's been pretty stingy giving up the home run at target field. He had a little hiccup against the Mariners a start or two ago there at home. But other than that, he's been really stingy giving up home runs at target field. And his swinging strike rate is also on the move. It's a career best 15%, which is excellent. Uh, the Pirates are going with a bullpen game here. And I think that they'll keep Minnesota hitters off balance for a good portion of the game. I still think Minnesota wins this game pretty easily. Uh, but for me, I see this game going comfortably under the total. I actually really like this game. I don't give out five-star plays or plays of the year, plays of the month, or anything like that. But this is a game that I, I really have a strong conviction on it going under. So eight and a half runs, that's good. Hopefully it stays that way. Right now the overnights are showing the total at eight and a half. Hopefully it does not drop to eight. Uh, I still like it at eight, but at eight and a half, I like it a lot. So Friday, Pirates at Twins take the under eight and a half runs uh, for the game. Finally, I want to thank everyone who's been so supportive as I've kicked off this podcast. Still receiving a lot of good feedback, uh, DMs, emails, uh, you know, notifications on Twitter, things like that. I really do appreciate it. And to show my uh, my appreciation, be on the lookout on Twitter. 
My handle is at SportsbookTom, and I'll be posting a tweet letting you know how you can score a uh, Super Bowl future ticket on the team of your choice while I'm in Vegas uh, over the next couple of days. I'll actually uh, buy the ticket or bet, make the bet, <laughs> get the ticket, and mail it to you old school style. Um, you know, I'll, I'll get the physical ticket and put it in the mail to you, and, and hopefully that ends up uh, being a winner. But just a small thank you to everyone uh, that's been uh, listening to the podcast and supporting. And this something I think that's a little fun too. So anyhow, that's it for this week on the Cover the Weekend podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, for listening. Hope that we can uh, score some winners with a couple of picks this weekend and also the future plays. Week zero is right around the corner. Can't wait for the next podcast where uh, we can dive into the week zero games as college football ramps up. Thanks again, everybody, and see you next time on the Cover the Weekend podcast.